the children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Children's Bible Journey with stories and songs just for kids. We have a dramatized Bible story coming up, but let's get today's program started by singing praises to our awesome God. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. the prize of heaven.
some deed of greatness you may do. Do not wait to shed your light afar. To the many duties ever near you now be true. Brighten the corner where you are. Brighten the corner where you are. Brighten the corner where you are. Someone far from harbor you may guide across the bar. Brighten the corner where Someone far from harbor, you may guide across the bar. Brighten the corner where you are. So let the sun shine in. Place it with the grin. Smilers never lose. Frowners never win. So let the sun shine in. Place it with the grin. Open up your heart and let the sun shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Every day I let my little light shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine. Every day I let my little light shine, shine, shine. Right in the corner where you are. Right in the corner where you are. Someone far from harbor, you may guide across the bar. Right in the corner where. Jesus sure makes your heart feel happy. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. The king's heart is turned against the Lord, against me. Of every man is right in his own eyes, even me, to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to God. Oh, oh, oh God of heaven, forgive me my iniquity. I have done great sin in thy sight. Let not my lies to the high priest and to the king of Gath bring thy wrath down upon thy servant. Oh, forgive me, I pray thee, and let the glory of thy omnipotence shine down upon me. Prepare me to do thy will, whatever it may be, and let not the sins of King Saul and thy people Israel continue. Save them from their sins, O Lord. Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me. For in thee my soul 
takes refuge. You're getting to be a mighty fine player on that harp. And singer, too, Uncle David. <laughs> Joab, what are you doing here? I came to join you, Uncle David. Join me? <laughs> join me in what? I want to go where you go. Fight battles by your side. Live like you live. Become part of your life. I'm a fugitive. Every officer in Israel is out to find and slay me and win the favor of the king. And you want to become a part of that? Yes, sir. We all do, sir. We all feel the same way about it. We? <laughs> and just who is we? All your brethren, your kinfolk, your relatives. Like myself, they wish to join you. Well, you go right back and tell them they can't. It's too dangerous, and it's a rough, endless flight from the king and his servants. I can't do that, sir. You can't do what? Tell your kinfolk they cannot come here to this cave at Adullam. They are already here. Greetings, David, my son. May the blessings of God be upon thee. Father and mother. Hello, David. It's good to see you, son. Oh, you've grown a little older and stronger and bigger. Other than that, you haven't changed a whit from the boy you used to be. <laughs> I've changed a great deal, Mother. You're a man of renown now, Uncle David. Every man, woman, and child in Israel knows you. You're their ideal, their hero. Hello, David. Are you here too, Eliab? Oh, we're all here, David, and here to join forces with you. I'm the eldest son of Jesse, tis true, and should be the family leader, but, uh, David, you are a born leader of men. I used to mistrust you, the boy who spent his time following sheep and playing around with a slingshot and a harp. <laughs> but now you're a man of strength and valor, a man to follow. And I'm here to obey your every command. We all are. Hey, Liam, why don't you and your brothers and all of the rest of you stop standing around gaping? Get busy. Explore the caves. Set up eating quarters and places to sleep. Determine the direction of the draft and build up necessary fireplaces and chimneys. Go on, go on, get busy. Your mother and I will stay here and, and chat. Oh, you <laughs> can't stay here, Father. It's too rough a life. Hmm? It might not be so bad on younger folks, but you and Mother and some of the others are too old to endure it. Now, son, listen to me. We did not feel secure at home, knowing that any time the unreasonable suspicions of King Saul might be directed towards us. We have learned now, as all Israel has, that you have been chosen by God and anointed to be the future ruler of Israel. We're safer here with you, David. And more comfortable in this lonely cave than we would be while exposed to the insane madness of a jealous king. Son... I am tired, weary from the long journey and worry for your safety, so play and sing for us, please. Yes, do, David. The harmony that you get out of those strings is a symbol, in a way, of the harmony that will exist between thee and thy brothers and kin, now that we're all here together again. Behold... How good and how pleasant it is For brethren to dwell together in harmony There's a man outside to see you, Uncle David. Who is he, Joab? A stranger. Says he wants to join up with us. A young man? Young and being pressed into the king's service. All right, Joab. Assign him his duties and a place to sleep. 
sir? I'm David, yes, ma'am. I have four children, one a lad of 18. A good worker he is. We would like to join up with you, sir. I can cook, and my eldest son will do anything you require of him. The life here will be rugged. But, sir, I've lost all confidence in the king. He is no longer guided by the spirit of God. Rather hardships than servitude to such a king. You may stay. Another group of men to join up with us, Uncle David, sir. Eighteen this time. They claim that creditors are out in... There gathered about David some 400 men, and he became captain and leader over them. Well, son, your group is growing, and it is all the doings of God. Why, here you have a small kingdom of your own where order and discipline prevail. God is preparing you to become a wise general as well as a just and merciful king. With your band of fugitives, you're gaining preparation to, to take up the work that Saul, because of his murderous passion and blind discretion, is becoming wholly unfit to do. Nonetheless, my father, I'm going to take you and mother away from this rugged life and find you a home of peace and comfort and safety from King Saul. As King of Moab, David, my friend, I accept your parents as visitors to my personal domain. You have a wonderful father, David, and a righteous mother. It is a pleasure to protect them from your maddened king. Returning to the cave of Adullam, David was visited by a prophet of God and warned to flee because King Saul had learned of his hiding place and was marching against their cave stronghold. There's no one at all in here, anywhere? No, Your Majesty, but there is a mountain of evidence that they were here recently and made a hasty departure. But why would they flee? Well, undoubtedly, they were informed of our approach, Your Majesty. A traitor! A traitor in our midst, eh? Well, I'll find out who he is, and he'll be sorry he was ever born. General? Yes, sir. We return immediately to the palace. As soon as we get there, summon every officer of my court. Not one is to be absent. I'll find out who the traitor is. <laughs> your name, you say, is Doeg? Uh, yes, your majesty. I am one of your chief shepherds. And you saw David at Nob in close conference with the high priest? Yes, your majesty. And the high priest gave David food and a weapon, the sword which once belonged to Goliath, the Philistine giant. <sighs> And to think that the traitor is a priest, a high priest. General, send for the high priest, all the priests, immediately. And Nob, the city of the priests, was smote with a sword. And all the priests, and men and women and children, and oxen and sheep, and all that was in the city of the tabernacle were killed. And the deed filled all Israel with horror. continue the Bible story tomorrow and if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home you can call the Bible and Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234 that's 1-800-634-0234 now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye
want a soda? No, thank you. What's the matter with you? What do you mean? You used to love soda. Now all you drink is that stuff that comes out of the faucet. Do you mean water? Yeah, water. How boring is that? Not boring, healthy. Water isn't loaded with sugar. Hey, a little bit of sugar never hurt anyone. True, but soda doesn't just have a little bit. It has a lot. How much is a lot? Well, take that cola you're drinking. Inside that can is over 10 teaspoons of sugar. 10? In here? Yep. And not only that, you're dumping a bunch of chemicals and preservatives down your throat, too. Your body has to deal with all that junk. Trouble is, when it's trying to protect you from what you're drinking, it has to spend less time helping you build muscles and keeping your organs working properly. Besides, all that sugar is just helping to make people fat. And being fat certainly isn't good for you. So that's why I'll just stick with plain old boring but healthy water. How about low sugar sodas? They're okay, right? Well, they do have less sugar, but you're still getting a bunch of chemicals and preservatives. So what do you have against water? It, it's not manly to sip water. How many macho men do you see sipping water? <laughs> you're 11 years old. Then I want to be a macho kid. So why not be a healthy macho kid? I see your point. I guess being fat and sick isn't macho either, so go ahead and pour me a glass of water. But put it in a dirty glass. You are so weird. God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, he established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. Jesus said Jesus went
boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Today's story is Gina's Gift Garden. Gina had come to spend the summer with her grandmother. One day, while they were working in the garden, Gina saw one of grandmother's neighbors in his field next to grandmother's place. Hello, Mr. Richards, Gina called and waved. Oh, Grandmother, you have so many nice neighbors and friends, Gina said, turning to Grandmother. Grandmother smiled at Gina. I am glad you like all my friends. I know they like you, too. For a while, Gina pulled weeds quietly with Grandmother. Then she stopped. Grandmother, she said suddenly, you know what I would like to do? No, I don't, honey, Grandmother answered. I would like to give all my new friends a gift, Gina said, but that would take a lot of money and I have only 50 cents in my bank. It would take a lot of money, Gina, if you bought gifts, Grandmother agreed, but you can give gifts without spending very much money. Gina was so surprised that her blue eyes opened wide. How can I do that, Grandmother? Oh, please tell me. I will. Grandmother pointed to one corner of the garden. See that part of the garden where no green plants are growing? That used to be a flower garden, but last summer I wasn't well enough to grow flowers. This year I have been thinking about planting it again, but so far I haven't gotten around to it. Grandmother paused and put her arm around Gina. How would you like to grow your gifts for your friends? You mean grow flowers, Gina exclaimed. Grandmother nodded. I have some flower seeds and you can buy some more. It doesn't cost much to grow flowers. Gina gave Grandmother a big, big hug. Then she said, let's start planting right away. Grandmother and Gina worked nearly every day in their garden. Gina liked to look at the different flower plants and try to guess their names. Is this a zinnia, she would ask Grandmother and Grandmother would tell her whether it was or not. Soon, Gina knew which plants were the marigolds and which were poppies and zinnias and petunias. The plants grew big and tall. Then they got little buds on them. You will soon have flowers, Grandmother said. The buds are the baby blossoms. One bright morning, Gina saw her first flower. A huge, bright pink zinnia was blooming next to the fence. She ran in to tell Grandmother, A zinnia has bloomed. Whom can I give it to? I don't know, dear, Grandmother answered. Don't you think you should wait until you have enough blooms for a bouquet before you give any of your flowers away? But Gina shook her head. She suddenly knew who she wanted to have her first flower. She borrowed Grandmother's scissors and went to the garden. In a minute, she was back. She brought the bright zinnia and held it out to Grandmother. This is for you, she said. I want you to have the first flower, Grandmother, because you helped me grow my gift garden. Grandmother was very happy with her zinnia. She put it in a vase of water and set the vase in the picture window. Everyone who passes the house can see and enjoy it too, she told Gina. Soon Gina had lots of flowers in her garden. She gave bouquets to all her friends and took one every Sabbath to Sabbath school. One day, however, she looked thoughtful as she watched Grandmother gather a big bouquet for her. I wish I could take someone a very special bouquet, she said suddenly. Who is that? asked Grandmother. I'm sure we can give flowers to anyone you want to have them. There certainly are enough in your garden. I want to give a big bouquet to Jesus, answered Gina. Grandmother put down the flower she had in her hand and caught Gina in her arms. Honey, she said softly, you have given Jesus many bouquets. In fact, your whole flower garden belongs to Jesus because you have made so many people happy by giving them flowers from it. When we make others happy by doing something for them, it is just the same as if we were making Jesus happy. Gina smiled. I'm glad I can give my garden to Jesus because I want to give him a gift most of all.
The story you've heard today was first published as part of the Vacation Bible School program in the book God's World by the Review and Herald Publishing Association and the General Conference Sabbath School Department. If you are interested in any other products published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Life Talk Radio at lifetalk.net.